Welcome to Rich in Life, a podcast for anyone looking to be entertained while picking up a few tips on life, luxury, and resilience. And now your host, Rich Irani. Hey, Mary, how are you? I'm just fine. Thank you very much, Rich. Okay, great. So, you know, I have visitors this week. I have Brad's parents here. I guess you can say they're my in-laws. They are my in-laws. And we decided to do a very last-minute impromptu podcast. Let's hope it makes it on the air because the kids should probably be home in 30 minutes and who knows how much they're going to wreck this. But for those of you out there listening, you know you've heard Brad on the podcast and um, you've heard him in the background. And just to get a glimpse of where he came from, his mom is, if you can imagine, Betty White in the Golden Girls. That's the best way I can describe her. Betty White in the Golden Girls, she looks like her, sounds like her, and almost naive like her as well. She's really one of the loveliest women around. I mean, the nicest, I mean, it could be the Ohio thing, I don't know, but very nice, very patient, understanding, and I wanted everyone to know how amazing she thinks I am. And this is why I wanted her on the podcast, because I need her to vouch for me. <laughs> um, Mary also lived with us, you know, when we brought the kids home. What was amazing was, you know, when me and Brad found out, excuse me, when Brad and I found out we were having twins, uh, Mary was very gracious to offer to leave her husband for six months and come live with us in New York City. And right before the kids were born, she happened to have been in New York City with us, getting the rooms ready. And when we got that phone call that she possibly is going into labor, we grabbed our things, me, Brad, Mary, and I, we ran to um, Milwaukee, and she came back with us, with the kids and the nurse, and wound up spending six months with us. How was it living with me in particular? With you, Yeah, be honest. (laughs) With you, Rich, it was very nice. It really was. Okay, now you know she's lying. No, I'm not. Absolutely not. It was wonderful to be there with when the children were born, Grayson and Gunnar. I enjoyed it so much. It was quite an experience because I have twins, Bradley and Brian, and I know what it is to have twins. So when they were, when Grayson and Gunnar were born, I just adored it. I when I held them in my arms, the the smallness of them, and then to watch you, Rich, to hold your children and to Bradley hold his children, yeah. that was wonderful. Um, how controlling am I? You can I, tell people it's fine. Come on. <laughs> I really don't think you're controlling. I, I was. I definitely loosened no, every, out a lot. No, everybody is themselves. See, this is what I mean. For people listening, this is what I mean. She cannot, she doesn't have a mean bone in her body. I try to get it out of her. Even with her husband, sometimes he might, I think he's driving her crazy. And she says, well, it is what it is. People are who they are. That's not acceptable to me. I want people to be who I want them to be. Remember that, Brad, you hear? No yes, one he's can over be there. who one thing. <laughs> no, you can never make, never make a person be who you want them to be. They are who they are. You accept them as they are. Well, it's great that you not only say it, you live by it, but getting back to living with the kids, I remember when you came to live with the kids, you know, you would always talk about how easy it was for Brad and Brian. You have these two identical twin boys and you didn't have help. You didn't have a nurse. No. You know, we had you and we had Trish and thank God for Trish. Shout out to you, girl, if you're listening oh, to Trish, this. Trish, you're wonderful. Yeah, I don't know what we would have done. I mean, one of the... One of the funniest things, uh, the invitations was their first birthday party I sent out. If Brad can pull it up, I'm going to read it to the audience. I, I actually, you know, um, had a very funny invitation for the birthday party, if he, which we'll get to. 
But Mary, you kept saying how kind of your boys didn't do a lot of the things that our kids did. You, they're perfect. Yes, I remember you <laughs> saying that they didn't really cry so much. You don't remember them crying. I do not, I do not. Yeah. And, and you don't remember, remember them nagging? Them. No nagging. No, they never got sick too. They did get little. some sickness. But they didn't poop, Just, I heard. You told me you, no. didn't, you didn't even have to change diapers. <laughs> they were perfection. Well, I had a husband that helped me too. Okay. I mean, uh, and no, I didn't have a nanny, but in our lifestyle, we did have nannies. And so therefore, uh, I knew when I had the boys, they were so, in my eyes, they were perfect. They were, And the first thing that Dennis, my husband, asked was, do they have all their fingers and toes? I think <laughs> that's one of the first things that a, a man will ask a lot of. And I said, yes, they do. So, um, yeah, they were, they were, they're wonderful. How do you how do you feel about them now? They're still perfect. They're still perfect. You know, I remember many years ago, Brad went home to see you, and I think Brian was there. You had a family reunion, and I remember him telling me that he woke up to find you sitting down and watching them sleep. They were sleeping in the same room. That's really that, true. That is true. That is true. They were yes. They at the beginning, of course, they slept in the same room. We had, of course we had the two cribs and all that, mm -hmm. but uh, and. The one experience I do remember is um, I did so many bottles all at once. And uh, then I put them out on the table and Dennis said, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. You have to do them and then put one in and then one in the refrigerator because of the fact that you don't leave all the bottles of the milk out all at once in one time. But you enjoyed motherhood from the I way you made it sound. It. You did, right? I did. I took them for rides in the stroller a lot of times i'm still doing the walking that i did then so um, you did good. say to me at one point when you um, were here i think it was two years ago that our kids seem to be a little bit spoiled not with monetary things at all no. with attention you said it because when you were raising your boys you said when you told them to get dressed they got dressed nobody right. ran around That's the house no no they, you they did really, everything i did it all but i didn't mind it they're, they're my jewels, they're yeah. my angels. So. And they're really still um, great boys, I have they to really, say. I mean, except for Brad, Brian's better. No, they both are the same. <laughs> they're Don't both the same. Me. I can't get her to say anything <laughs> negative, oh Absolutely my goodness. Absolutely not, no, they're both identical, they're both the same, I love them both the same. Do you think that it was easier maybe also bringing them up, aside from a different time, but bringing them up in Ohio? It's simpler than New York City. Oh, definitely. New because York. you lived with us. You saw what we did. Little maestros. We ran to classes. It was like constantly keeping up with all the other children Absolutely. and what they were doing. Well, that's why I had it so much easier because I had the time and everybody else in my neighborhood, we'd get together and we'd take the stroller with them and I would meet up with them uh, for luncheon or something. But in New York City, it's just so fast paced that it's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's really fast paced. And, you know, it was the joke between us that the minute the kids were born, people were asking what school. I'm like, school, school. we just brought them home. And when we finally did apply for school, they thought we were applying for two years from the time we applied. And we said, no, it's for this coming year. Mm -hmm. And they actually laughed at us. But ironically, it was, you know, I think the one time being gay worked for us. So, you know, we got actually accepted, I think, everywhere we went. No, not, I think we did. We got accepted in the very few schools we did um, apply for. Well, we we're very fortunate that we were able to put them in preschool, then kindergarten, then school. Yes. So and they had a lot of classes, remember? Yes, they did. So I found the invitation, Brad pulled it up. And this is kind of how I felt at the time. And I still feel that way. 
in terms of you know having the help that we had. So here was their first year invitation. It went out to basically my family and maybe a few other people. Hi everyone, we would love to see you all to celebrate our first birthday. It's a milestone, it's a milestone for us. And we can't believe we made it through the first year with these two idiots. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> it's a milestone for us and we can't believe we made it through the first year with these two idiots. At least the cute one with the blue eyes makes bath time fun and the music is always good. My new thing is I love to wake up in the middle of the night and scream bloody murder. I make sure I stand up and lean into Gunner's, what is that, crib, so I can get in his eardrum. It's important to teach all these boys who the boss is. Thank goodness for Trish and Grandma. So anyway, no pressure if you're around, it's Friday the 13th, no, Friday, July 13th, fr Friday, July 3rd. I'm sorry, I can't see without my glasses. Anyway, the point of this invitation was basically to really say, I, we couldn't have done it without the both of you. What was amazing is that you guys were really so instrumental in not only helping us, but we had a really great quality of life. We enjoyed the kids because we weren't so nervous. We weren't crazy. We weren't worrying. Trish was great because, you know, she said this is what kids do if they fall. And, Absolutely. And you as well. You don't, you're not nervous. You shouldn't be nervous because they're part of you and uh, they are just babies. And so you learn from them. And I know uh, even at the 36912 feeding time, uh, my husband would do a lot of the six and the nine, and then I'd take the 12, and it was a rotation every day, every day of the feeding. Uh, yes, so no, don't be nervous. Never be nervous when you have children. They're a jewel in life for you. Well, I think one of the best things for me, and I, we used to, uh, Brad and I would discuss that, you know, having kids a little bit later in life, you were less nervous about everything. We know that they're not going to crawl to the train station or bus stop if they're not walking at a certain age. We really were not worried about a lot. But most importantly, as you kept telling us, enjoy them. This time goes fast. And we did. And, you know, you made it easier. Trish made it easier because, you know, Mary had to leave after six months. I don't know if her husband ate in six months. <laughs> who the hell knows if he ate or did anything, you know, without her being there. So she had to leave after six months. But Trish, who was supposed to be with us for only three months, then six months, then we said a year. And before we knew it, four and a half years later, she's like, guys, I got to get out of here. <laughs> she's like I, feel like, I feel like I'm being held hostage, you know? And so she left and she actually said i can stay forever because she loves the kids she, she says but it's going to be harder she said it's going to be harder for me and that's what she said to me yeah she Absolutely. said I'm, I'm gonna cry now just talking about it but i have to go but the great thing is trish just left she was here for their birthday and she does visit us periodically she knows that you know the door is always open to her so whenever she wants to see the kids she comes they facetime with each other so yeah so anyway you're not that great but you were very helpful <laughs> no don't go no you guys were really great i just want to no, wanna... she is an angel she she definitely did so many wonderful things with them and uh, even i mean i had the twin gist but how many years ago was that it was a long time ago and then when i have the twins now bracing together uh i learned a lot again for twins how did Dennis feel? Dennis, your Dennis is her husband. How did Dennis feel when you were staying with us all that time? Because I know it wasn't supposed to be for the whole six months. Well, that is true. And I would call and I'd say, honey, I'd like to stay another month. And truthfully, he'd say, okay, that would be fine. And then I'd stay another month. And 
Okay, that'd be fine. Well, toward the sixth month, he said, are you coming back home? <laughs> <laughs> so I decided, yes, I guess I better go back home. You were so he was great. I know he re he really he was. Really but he's was. a great guy. I mean, yes. I have to say he's a great guy. Not as good as you, though. I will yes. say. I will say, <laughs> if I had to choose the lucky one, he definitely was the lucky one. Thank you. Um, also, at the time that you spent with us, you had just lost seventy six pounds on Beachbody. Mm -hmm. So, for those of you who are familiar with Beachbody, Mary was actually one of the oldest contestants. She was seventy one years old, and they were very apprehensive about putting her on this exercise and diet regime. But because her son Brian worked in California for the company Beachbody, he made sure his mom got into this program. And Mary lost 76 pounds at the age of 71. And that was, our kids were born actually right after, I think a year later or six months later. So you were in tip top shape when I those was. kids were born. I was, and that's another thing. Anybody out there, please, uh, you can do it. I did it. And I gained a little bit of weight, but I am now losing it. I'm still walking. I'm still riding my bike. Uh, I Brian really put me in a good area to lose the weight, to feel good, and be healthier. I mean, you kept it off for a long time. Absolutely. I did. And if it wasn't for Brian really pushing it, they really were so afraid because they didn't want to have any kind of, you know, lawsuits on their that hands right. with anything with anything happening to you. And you wound up being on TV quite a few times for Beachbody, and you're also in a book, I think, that came out. I know we discussed it right before we came on, you yeah, know, Autumn the podcast. Yeah, Autumn puts out a book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's also great. So you've done a lot of things for somebody who's from Ohio. You've gone through a lot. You also were um, robbed at gunpoint when you worked in a bank. So, you know, also Mary did, you know, when her kids got a little bit older, she, you know, worked in a bank. Actually, you were working in the bank before the kids were born. Then true. what happened was they wanted you back at the bank, if I remember the story correctly. And what you said is when the boys finally went to school, you told your boss, I'm going to come back. And this does not sound like you at all because you're so... You're so nice and you're so accommodating. You said to him, I'll come back to work, but this is the deal. I come in after the boys go to school. I'm home for them when they come home. I'm off on summers and winter vacations. That is exactly right. And they really worked it out. I don't know whether that would happen today, but uh, my bosses were very anxious to get me back. They talked to Dennis. They said, we want her back. We want her back. And I said, well, only on the occasion that I will be there working when the boys are at school because I'm a true believer, if one can, and I know it can't always happen, but uh, I think this is what helped me also to understand children when they come home from school to be able to um, be there for them, if you can. Now, some parents can't and understandingly so, but I was at an area, uh, my location in Ohio, I could do that and my boss worked it out. Today's world might not do that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different world today. I think yes, you're absolutely right. Yes, it is a right. definite different. And nobody would do what you did at the um, bank. <clears throat> Excuse me, because back in those times, there was no glass. There was nothing separating you from the customers. Correct. That is correct. So tell me what happened. So you were at the bank, and this is after the kids were a little bit older, right? Absolutely. And my mother was there also to help me when I was running a little bit late. She would help me. But as far as the bank itself. Yes, I was the manager of a, a village, of a retirement village, a um, friendship village it was. And um, I was standing there and a guy came up when I opened the uh, door, which was like a garage door that you lift up. And as I did that, a guy had, he said, um, give me your money. And I, he said so quickly, 
I didn't understand what he meant. And I said, what? <laughs> and he said, give me your money. And I reached over the counter and believe me, it was just me. I reached over the counter and I grabbed the bag and I bumped the, I bumped his gun. And then he quickly hit me in the forehead. And I didn't, I said, oh no. And I had the bag behind the counter and he just gave me the bag, put the money in the bag. And I said, no. And you, you, I would do want to explain this. Every year we were taught and we ran through the ritual of always what to do when you're in a burglary or in a robbery. So you had a system in place that exactly. if anything should ever happen, Absolutely. you were taught what exactly what, what exactly to do, do and you exactly did not do that. No, I did my instinct. My <laughs> yes. instinct was to save the money. <laughs> to save the money. But also I think you were pissed he hit you in the head. Yes, and very much so. So when he jumped the counter, he said, give me the bag. And I said, there's a bag, there's a door. So when he ran out the door, he had, unfortunately, he bumped one of the uh, elderly people and I thought, oh my golly. So I knew, I knew right instantly, I had to close up everything. The door, I had to close down the door. I had to lock the doors and I had to call my boss. But uh, yeah, it's, it was quite an experience, but. So what's crazy that you had the gun held to your face, then you were hit with the gun. And then when he still asked you for the bag that was on your side of the counter, right. you told him you can either leave, there's the door, here is the bag, the police are on their way, I think. Was it something like that? Or you just said, here's just, the bag, no, there's here's the door. The, here's the bag, here's, he jumped the counter. Oh, he, he jumped. jumped the counter, which right. startled me. And he said, give me the bag. And I said, here's the bag, there's the door, real quickly. So he went to the door and of course opened it and went out. But he didn't take the bag, did he? Yes, he did. Oh, he took the bag. He, because it had a name of a bank. Right. And so, and the thing that annoyed me it after had no money in it. it had no money in it. Oh, that was Brad. Wait, Brad, see, there was no money in there. There's no money in the bank. No, I gave him no money. <laughs> <laughs> uh -uh. That was great. And so, uh, so he left without the money, but they wound up getting him, didn't they? No, they didn't get him. Unfortunately, they, did they didn't. Oh, wow. they did not get him. Okay, so to my knowledge, yeah. So the crazy thing there is that you don't seem like that person. But you are. I know. You're, you, you seem like a pushover, <laughs> but you're really not a pushover at all. Yeah. You stood your ground. I the thing that annoyed ground. me about that is that they sat you down, I think the bank people, the head of the bank, and made you kind of sign a waiver that they're not responsible for anything. So there you were. Is that That's true, right? I'm not getting it wrong? Yeah, well, first of all, I had to call my boss. And then she called her boss, and then they came over. Because I was the only one there to take care of everything, open the accounts, whatever. And so um, when they came in, um, I, I said again, being the worker that I was, I said, um, I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I can go ahead and open up. And they said, no, you can't open up. Mary, you're bleeding. I said, I'm not bleeding. And they said, look, feel your forehead. So I touched my forehead. I went like that. And I said, oh, well, you know, just wipe it off and I'll start working. And they said, absolutely not. We got to see everything is okay with you. So I, of course, went to the doctor hospital and they bandaged me up and everything. But yes, at that time, they did ask me to sign a waiver. And I did. And you did, which means that, you know, they weren't, yeah. they weren't responsible for anything. They weren't giving you money for anything, not even Absolutely. for whatever, the doctor right, bills or exactly. whatever. Okay, yeah, so that's great. Well, they did pay for all that. They did. Yeah. Okay, it's the least that they could do. <laughs> So, yeah, so you held up at gunpoint. I'm trying to think of all the other crazy things that I've heard, but I have to tell you, one of the craziest things for me to hear was 
Brad telling me the story of when he came out to you and how accepting you were. Did you have any idea you would have a gay son? Before you go to that, ask her about the grocery store cola. Oh, wait a minute. So Brad's oh, telling me you, you were in I a grocery store. about that. <laughs> <laughs> what, you were in a grocery store holdup too? I don't even yeah. know. Oh my goodness, yes. Well, my husband and I was going to the grocery store, which was close to our home. And um, it was in the winter, so we had coats on. And my husband has one of these big, heavy-looking coats. And um, I said, well, I'll just go on out to the car. So I took some of the groceries out, and my husband was a little bit back of me. And so um, there was a guy that came up to me, and and he said uh, he grabbed my pocketbook. And I have a shoulder pocketbook, so I grabbed it back. And he, he had it, but I grabbed it back and took it away from him. And I, I said, there again i point go over there and my <laughs> husband's running like get away from her get away from her <laughs> and with a big heavy coat on he looked like a bear get away from her get away so he he looked at, and he also had a gun wow did so, you see you saw the gun yes what the hell, what's going on in ohio i thought it was nicer <laughs> to live i live in the streets of new york city my whole life never once did that happen but why did you not want to give your purse away what was in the purse that you told him money no, that's no. not. I remember the story. What, what, what did I, I say? don't remember the story. Think about what was in the purse, Mary. There was something in the purse that was very, very dear to you. Help you, me out. <laughs> it was something your kids gave you, or something—a picture of your kids. What was it? Right. That has a picture of my boys. I think you said something like there was a picture, or at least that's what you told the boys. Yes. Maybe it was a lie. Maybe it didn't <laughs> no. happen, but that's what you told them. So good. So one of the best rules that I love of parenting is you have to sometimes lie to your kids. You have to tell them, yes, I got rid of the the, the robber because I said, you're not taking my bag because there is a picture of my boys. That's right. And you he listened to You don't them. touch my boys. You don't touch pictures of my boys and you don't take my money. Okay. So I want to get back to my original question. Did you have any idea you, first of all, did the thought of gay ever even, you know, enter your mind when the kids were young? I mean, it did not. Okay. It really didn't. Um, I was a surprise. Yes. Do I accept it? Yes. Life is what life is, gives you. And, and they're wonderful. And I really appreciate who they're with. I love dearly you, Rich. And I love Brian's uh, dearly Marcelo. So um, I never think of people being something they shouldn't be you have to be who you are and what about dennis when dennis because you know for me when brad tells me the story i always think about dennis because you know it's hard to have one gay son but to have two gay sons you know but also i knew i think before through and i've told this on uh the show before that i know when i went to my psychiatrist and i told him you know i met somebody and you know we've been hanging out for a long time and he has a twin brother and he asked me is he an identical twin i said yes he said um oh so he's gay too and when i said no which he wasn't at the time Mm -hmm. he said oh interesting and he went to write something down and i kept saying well what are you writing and he said to me well usually not always usually identical twins you know, share the same, I guess, I you know, whether they're gay or not, share the same, you know. Ideas. And uh, yeah, whatever, and sexual, sexual preference. Yes. So, you know, and then many years later, I think Brian finally did come out. How was that for you? Oh, look, they're, they're here. The storm came in. <laughs> so wait, before we wrap this up, how was that for you? And then Brian finally said that he was gay as well. Did that? Well, first of all, um, what uh, back to bradley if i may yeah, of course uh, back to bradley we were going to a wedding just bradley and i uh to one of our neighbors uh one of the girls was getting married and i remember blankly that uh, that i said to bradley i said are you gay and he said yes i am i said okay 
just simple. I mean, what made you ask him? Because people were telling me he was, and uh -huh. I I'm the type of person will ask a person. Um, and then it came out that Brian was also, and like I said, everybody is who they are. You don't try to change anyone like that. So I have to say, and you are the I most supportive parents situations. I know. And but you know, you know, it's not always, uh, it's not usual. I mean, I don't know, but you guys were really, really supportive, and Thank that's you. very amazing to hear. Yes. I have to say, especially to... your husband, because mm -hmm. I'm sure for a man, it's not easy. It's not easy. It wasn't easy, and yes, that is true. But uh, every there again. Yeah. I am who I am, and he is. Well, I have to tell you, so I know you're leaving tomorrow, and we yeah. feel terrible you're leaving. We're so glad that you at least came now. Thank you. Last year, we didn't get a chance to see you because of the whole COVID. But um, what are you going to do when you get back? Now, you live now in South Carolina for people listening. Mary grew up in Ohio, raised her kids in Ohio, mm -hmm. and then when as they got older, she moved to South Carolina is where you live now. That is correct. And so for 11 you go years. For 11 years. So what do you do when you go back to South Carolina now? I have Aside to... from all the doctors. So I don't <laughs> want to hear about... No, 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 okay. no. No, I, I don't go into that. But uh, yeah, I have friends there and we meet up and we mm. have luncheons. And then Dennis and I go out to dinners uh, in the evenings. And uh, is our beautiful, beautiful granddaughter. Oh, here, Grayson, oh, look. My beautiful... oh, oh, do you oh. like your goggles? <laughs> look, keep them on. Let's show people. Put them on. <laughs> no, no, they're darling. They're nice. Yeah. Do you like them? I put them on the counter for you. Oh my goodness, you have nice long <laughs> lashes. Wow, How I love them. Well, Mary, I have to say I'm excited um, to have you on Rich in Life. It was Thank this was a very, very last minute thing, and I think we need to do this more often. You know, kind of air stuff oh, out, nice. talk about me Absolutely. and how great I am, and we'll get to that <laughs> the next time. That is true too. Love you, Mary. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Rich in Life with Rich Arani. If you liked what you've heard, click subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. Or visit us at richinlife.com. That's R-I-T-C-H in life.com.